Hello, everyone. Welcome into the Spartan Red Zone podcast. I'm your host, Zach Sinek, back here in the host mic after a week off, kind of, last week. Crashed the podcast for a minute. But anyways, I'm back with normal co-hosts Liam Jackson, Zach Sloak, and Cam McLaren. And we are back here at Michigan State with another win. Back-to-back wins for the Spartans and a chance to make it three straight this week. We'll dive into all of it. But first, boys, we're going to take some time to recap that victory for Michigan State, we're going to ignore Liam's backdoor cover again. We're not going to talk about it any more than just that. So there you go. Liam got the backdoor cover, unfortunately. 27-21. And actually, I will mention one more thing about the backdoor cover. Rutgers started driving down the field, and I wrote on the paper that Sloak and I had between us on the call, and I said, this backdoor cover is going to hurt. And I just every time they kept going, I kept pointing to it. And then they threw that touchdown on 4th and 29 from yeah. the 32-yard line. to double coverage. And I wanted to cry. Gavin Wimsett Wims- is a magical man. Yeah, and you can I mean, you can listen to the highlight call. The official that was standing right <laughs> there, standing right on top of him, did not just didn't do anything with his arms. So I'm just keened in on him waiting for a call. And then luckily, Sir Denick was able to see something the back judge from underneath the goalpost put his arms up because the one ref had, he was just out in no man's land. He had no clue what was going on. And I don't appreciate it because I sounded silly on the air. But continue <laughs> for the rest of the game. Silly goose. I know. I spent all that time being a silly goose when I could have been a serious goose. <laughs> no, it's the other way that's around. The, that's the podcast title now. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into some of the numbers that we can talk about takeaways from you guys, but I'll just read off our stats here. Berger, 85 yards, 16 carries. Broussard, 80 yards and 11 carries. The team ran for 197. Offensive line did look really good, creating a lot of holes. Thorne, shaky at times. Uh, Completion percentage, not great. 250 yards, two touchdowns. Reed looked good, four catches, 90 yards and a touchdown. Barringer is still him. Uh, 136 yards punting. One of those came off of a punt that Michigan State had in Rutgers territory. And uh, Barringer had a 64-yard punt where he got hammered. They called running into the punter, and he still pinned him down inside the five-yard line. Just I thought he was phenomenal for a second. Yeah. Dangerous. It's, it's a good thing he isn't because he, he is the the best athlete in the city of East Lansing. I'm making the claim. I don't know. Michigan State's still a women's soccer school. Although maybe a men's basketball school. But this is a football podcast. This is a football football podcast, podcast. guys. So we're going to focus on football. And Cal Holiday had 20 tackles to lead things. Back-to-back Big Ten Defensive Player of the Week. I'm kind of surprised nobody took him in the uh, SRZ. Liam is Mr. Irrelevant Player of the Week. We'll get to that in a minute. (laughs) Uh, But... Uh, let's go around quickly. Let's see. What are the takeaways from you guys? We'll start with Mr. Sloak in the middle because he says he never gets to go first on things. Yeah, no, I always choose I to. choose to go first on a lot of things. Um, overall, I the run game impressed me a lot, and that really just comes from the offensive line creating holes. Broussard really showed that he can be one of those running backs that slowly develops or allows plays to develop and then make cuts as he goes. Berger... I said it last week, he likes to drop his head and run as hard as he can. So if there's no hole there, there's not going to be much room. But if there is a hole and he has to beat a guy, he's very capable of doing that because of how much speed he gains through that. We went on a huge rant about Peyton Thorne. Um, Brennan Shabath, very low on him. I don't really understand that. 
Yeah, um, I disagree as well. I, I think he has been not great, but I, I still think he's a top-half quarterback in the Big Ten. I don't think he's anywhere near the bottom in the Big Ten. and I think he's average. Yeah, I think he's I think he's right in the middle. I think he's somewhere B-minus to C-minus, somewhere in that range. Like, I don't think you go any lower. I don't think you go any higher. I think you give him a C. Yeah, and that's exactly what Liam did. I gave him a B-minus, um, partially because I knew Brendan was going to go so low um, <laughs> and just wanted to even things out a little bit. But I think that Peyton Thorne has, the last couple weeks, has just done his job. Had some overthrows last week. Didn't look anything close to his best that we've seen. But he did find open receivers. He went through progressions. And the thing that I really liked um, with him, it does hurt his completion percentage. But he didn't force anything. He threw balls away, which is something we haven't really seen him do throughout the year. He would look. His first read wasn't there. His second read wasn't there. He knew he had pressure coming. He got rid of the ball, which was nice. Uh, Berenger, I already said it, he is the best punter in the country. He might be the best athlete on this campus. Who knows? But like you said, women's soccer school and maybe a basketball school. Yeah, this as, is a football podcast. If you are listening to this, though, I am going to plug women's soccer. Yeah, if you are absolutely. listening to this on Friday, when it first comes out, women's soccer playing TCU at 2 o'clock on Friday in South Bend in round of the 30, round of 32, the NCAA tournament. If they win that, they potentially get Notre Dame in a Sweet 16. So, yeah, no. big time game for Jeff Hostler and his squad. Also, friend of the DeMartin Download podcast, Jeff Hostler. Yes. The only Michigan State coach to appear on an Impact podcast. Hopefully Jeff this, this, this year. Yes. This year. Correct. Or this academic year. Correct. Yes. Because men's, ho- men's soccer head coach Damon Rensing was on a podcast last year. Last academic year, if I remember correctly. Yes, Rensing so. was on as well. It's only been the DeMartin Download because they just kill all of us. So go check out the DeMartin Download, yes, guys. Yes, Everybody that. listen um, to them. But overall, no free ads. But No free ads. Overall, <laughs> I was very, very pleased watching the offense move the ball. Um, defense didn't, didn't wow me. Definitely wasn't a sore to the eyes that it could be earlier in the week. Um, as you said, Cal Holiday, 20 tackles. Linebackers had a total of 35. So that's all I have to say. I'm I'm happy. I'm very happy with that game. They should have won by more. But um, yeah, I think that this was a win, and that's all it was. I wasn't and I wasn't. You talk about Peyton Thorne. I mean, he's he was he's playing okay. Um, and he made some he made some good throws. Like the, I think the touchdown to Daniel Barker was a good throw. He kind of threw him open, um, and he played good enough to to win another game. Like we talked about, and we said I said on green and white. I think the Illinois game was his best game of the year, in my opinion, and that was a huge, a huge, uh, a big performance against one of the better defenses in the country. This is a Rutgers team that's not one of the better defenses in the country, and he didn't play unbelievable, but he played decent. Um, shout out to Cal Holiday. He, um, we kind of talked about him at the beginning of the year that he was struggling a little bit. The last two weeks, obviously, back to back defensive player of the week in the Big Ten. So really coming on strong at the end of the year, and they they really needed him too, uh, with Winman being out. Um, that's five defensive player of the week awards from a Michigan State defense that hasn't been great, which is pretty impressive. It's kind of odd. Yeah, it is, and all deserving in my opinion too. It's, yes, they aren't they aren't weak. Um, but I think this game was important, but now the next game is even more important. So um, they handle business. And that's 
It's about it's about all you could ask for with this team, especially we'd say it all the time. A lot of players playing that um, didn't expect to be uh, probably getting this many snaps at this point in the year. So a win's a win, and they got another um, inferior ta- team talent-wise, in my opinion, coming next week. So got to handle business again. I think that when I look back at the recap that I wrote, I missed another B that I should have. I quoted three Bs, uh, Berger, Broussard, and, oh, God, who was the third Barker. one? Barker. Barker, yes, because Barker came out, we scored his first touchdown for in his in, for the first time since the opener against Western after being held catchless or without a catch against Illinois in his homecoming. To me, there's there's a few things here. The running game looked good against this in inferior defensive line. That's a big confidence boost going into the last two weeks of the season for an offensive line that has kind of been torn apart at most times during the season, especially during the middle stretch. Um, Peyton Thorne hasn't looked bad, hasn't looked good in the past two weeks. He's given what the offense has given him. And when you're able to get play action going or you're able to actually get a running game going, it takes a lot of pressure off of Thorne to make those to stop forcing throws and he's actually able to go through his progressions like Slowick, like you said so for me I'm not too keen on his performance in the past few weeks but he's he's done the job I mean there are quarterbacks in the NFL I'm going to name one in particular Eli Manning is going to be a Hall of Famer going perfectly 500 in his career because he's got two Super Bowls take away those two Super Bowls he doesn't make the Hall of Fame maybe he does as a contributor or whatever but what I'm trying to say here is is that you could be completely mediocre and have a few starring moments and find yourself in a hall of greatness. There's that. And speaking of greatness, Bryce Berenger is he, him, himothy. Him, him, himothy. Him, him, himothy. Yes, him, okay. him, himothy. Long story short, Bryce Berenger should have been the fourth B I should have said. And I think the one thing, the last thing I'm going to say here is, is that for a defense that got a lot of slack last last season... To have five Big Ten Defensive Player of the Weeks. Scotty Hazleton has job security going into next year for the way that this team has played in the past three weeks. Because thank my, Xavier Henderson. Thank yeah. Xavier Henderson. Huge. Thank Jacob Slate. Because without him getting a hand, or with th- thank the special teams defense, they did still give up 460 yards to Rutgers, guys. Yes, let's, they did. Let's but not the, talk like. The, but this is this is what they did last year when they won games. They gave up yards. And, yes. but they're they're they're. I mean, bad, they're, but their defense was still bad thing, last year. They, they came the up when they needed them so. most. Yeah, that's what I'm. What I'm trying to say is is that their defense and their special teams came up when they needed them the most. Yeah, they blocked the field goal. Amir Speed. Could have ran it back to for a touchdown. We don't talk about that. I mean. I mean, that's oh, we talked. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it. <laughs> but the thing is, is their defense has come up when they've needed them to in the past few weeks, which is not something I that heading agree. into this part of the season with the way things were going, that a lot of people could have said. And even against Michigan, they didn't play bad. I mean, they just gave up a couple. Uh, it was death by a thousand gave, cuts. They gave up a lot of field goals. Jake Moody had the game, game of his life. Well. He just did what Jake Moody does. Jake Moody's yeah. probably the best kicker in the country. Liam, one Can more I thing before a, we move on. Go ahead. Just a quick question. Do you think that this defense has gotten better, or do you think they've benefited from playing run-heavy offenses the last four weeks? Both. I think that they've gotten better in communication and in the way that they're doing things. I also think the younger players are playing really, really well. Um, I think Jalen Hunt as a defensive end has been a revelation. 
Uh, Avery the, Dunn, who was playing Avery that Dunn's next man really up. good too. Avery Dunn was buried in that. Depth He's really chart, good, and he has Brandon Jordan effect. But really, Jalen Hunt is just giant, and he runs over tackles. And they're playing and I mean, like good. offensive tackles. Like he just runs them over. Well, and, and 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 talk about a combination of having a power guy like Jalen Hunt, and then on third downs moving Aaron Brule down from linebacker mm-hmm. to that defensive end. So then you get the power speed combo. And he's another guy. And to just answer Liam's question, I think they've gotten better. And the way you see it is looking back on the Minnesota game because Minnesota is a run-heavy team. But they weren't that that, that day. Tanner Morgan torched that defense that, because of how bad they were. So they, now I, I think if you play, I think you force teams to – when they have no choice, um, I guess actually they've just been letting up running yards. So – but they haven't let them in the end zone, so I guess that's what's Yeah, important. I mean, Manangai rushing for what he did. He looked like I think, Barry I, Sanders I think we'll there. get our answer because they're playing an Indiana team that isn't great. Um, but I, they're going to throw it. I don't want to jump ahead. Yeah, but they're going to throw it. Yeah. And they're going to throw it a lot. So. A lot, well, yeah. We will jump into the SRZ. Liam is Mr. Irrelevant Player of oh the Week. It, Liam's letting it fuel him. So just if you have any questions, please direct them to Liam Jackson. Uh, I'll explain. I've, Go ahead. I'm playing in a Thanksgiving morning football game with some friends from home. Um, they, this I'm not kidding. They had a live draft on Instagram at the press room at the University of Michigan with the mic and everything, and my name was announced uh, last. And they aren't familiar with my work apparently, so they'll I'm find sorry. out. I'm sorry. I apologize. I was not familiar I'm, with your game. <laughs> I, I live with Liam. I'll, I'll put it. Up. Liam's Liam's an athlete. I mean, comparatively speaking, I'm not going to say I'm an athlete, but I, I don't think I'm the last pick I don't know. in a, in a pickup football I'll, game. I'll tell you what, this guy, when we play mini hoops in our kitchen, this guy can shoot. I mean, comparatively speaking <laughs> yeah. to some of the other people that uh, people on this podcast know and have heard about um, intramural football stat lines, I mean, Liam might be pretty decent. So compared it's a sh- to cannot compared be to, worse than Matt Merrifield. I was just <laughs> saying, compared to Matt Merrifield, we're not subtweeting on this podcast. Matt Merrifield, six interceptions and, and another. Uh, did he? Didn't he throw one in the the, oh, yeah, the game did. that uh, I believe every every two. quarterback that played in that game threw at least one interception. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That we're not going to talk about that though. All right, Cam, go ahead. Oh yeah. So my. SRC, Liam is Mr. Okay. Irrelevant Player of the Week. Has right, to be. We're, we're good Everyone now. I'm okay, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to say it anyways. I, I need it to. Uh, mine is Jordan Travis, Florida State quarterback. Subpar numbers, but got the job done. 21-23 to 23 for 155 yards. Three touchdowns as the Knolls torched. And I mean torched to the point where there may not be an orange season because they completely obliterated Syracuse 38-3. to 3. I'm very sorry, Otto. I don't know if... He's ever going to come back from that? Yeah, Florida State's actually ended up being pretty good this year, and Syracuse has been has ended up being pretty not good. Um, yeah, well, we kind of it's the it's it. the what the Kansas effect. I don't know. I think Syracuse and Michigan State could run into each other in New York. Uh, That's a very real possibility, actually. That would be amazing. I ooh, dueling allegiances. Do I bring my Syracuse stuff? Do I no, bring my you Michigan don't. State you don't stuff? bring either. You Do bring I even suit. go at all? Because <laughs> I don't have money. <laughs> uh, um, Liam, I. My SRZ Liam is Mr. Relevant Player of the Week. Um, is Cameron Babb. I'm going to try to change the the tone of this podcast a little happier um, for Cameron Babb. He's a fifth year player, former top 100 recruit at Ohio State uh, receiver. He tore his ACL four times, which is ridiculous. And was it the same one or both I knees? I'm not, don't know. Not that. familiar. No. Um, but 
he was been a captain twice, and he caught his first career touchdown pass in his fifth year after all that to come back from four ACL tears, stick with it, um, catch a touchdown pass. It was a really cool moment, uh, very emotional for him in the end zone after. So shout out to Cameron Babb. Uh, a lot of perseverance. Um, did he catch big that? Fan of his. Did he catch that at Ohio State? Did he stay at yeah. Ohio State all five years? Yes, and yes. That's awesome. That deserves a clap. That that yeah. absolutely does. Sorry, we're not clapping into the headset. So we don't want to hurt your ears. Yeah, no, you guys would not appreciate it. Um, it's my turn. Yes, I am going with UCF quarterback John Reese Plumley in their big win over Tulane. Not only did Liam and I get that pick right Ooh. in the pick'em. He threw for 132, not crazy. He had a touchdown, not crazy. But he ran for 176 in two. Uh, total of three touchdowns. I think it's Justin Fields, that line. Over 300 total yards. It is quite the Justin Fields line. Um, and that is my Liam is Mr. Irrelevant Player of the Week. All right, so that just reminded me of who I should have done for my Player of the Week, so I'm going to give them an honorable mention. My Player of the Week is Drake May. Uh, been balling out for UNC. Been really good. 448 passing yards, three touchdowns. But my Player of the Week should have been, especially in honor of when we are recording this, the Chippewas taking on the Broncos in Maction. It is Maction. It is but snowing, and that is Maction. Central Michigan's quarterback... I believe his name is, yes, Burt Emanuel Jr. What a name. Burt. One, he doesn't First necessarily all play name. all the time for them, but he had 293 rushing yards from the quarterback position <laughs> in that game against Buffalo. He went one for three from 22 yards in the passing game and had 24 carries for 293 yards and three touchdowns. So he can sling that thing. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So shout out Burt Emanuel Jr., uh, maybe you'll win against Western tonight. That's that's an we'll Eno see. Benjamin High School stat line. It, it kind of yeah, is. It really but, is. All right, let's I move on. Know. SRC Power Frame Unit of the Week. I'll start. Vandy Boys. Roll doors, baby. Is this baseball? Yes, this is baseball. Uh, that's that's oh, what Vandy's known Vandy, for. Yeah. Yes, but they won in football. They beat Kentucky. Poor, poor Kentucky. Fraudulent Kentucky. Yeah. Thought they were good in the beginning of the year, Kentucky. And then... uh. And then Kentucky. Kentucky's just having a rough week, man. They, they lost to Vandy. Think about that. And then uh, so somebody, they couldn't finish against Michigan State last night in basketball, but in. this is a football podcast. Are they bowl so, eligible? Kentucky? No, they have five wins. Well, really? Somebody check in on the bluegrass. They, grass. No, they, might, they might be six I think they're bowl eligible. They're six and four, that's you, Kentucky, in Nashville. We are going all over. No, no, that's Charlotte. Uh, that's Charlotte. Aww. Nashville is the Music City Bowl. Ooh, even better. Love If you can't tell, guys, we're looking at bowl games because that might give a thing for the pick but we'll see who doesn't love bowling <laughs> i sure do everyone All likes right. to go bowling. slow it go ahead uh i'm going with the washington huskies yes sir. i talked a lot of trash about them um they traveled to eugene took on oregon and bo nicks who i've clearly been very high on on multiple platforms apparently you just uh, we're too familiar with his game. Yeah, I'm, en- I'm enjoying. I, this. I know this. this is a reckoning. For uh, you. So I talked about it on Green and White. I've talked about it on here a plethora of times. And Michael Penix didn't for how many? How many? I mean, he had like 400 yards, which is insane. Um, Washington, though, just winning the track race, 37-34 over Oregon. And I'm not going to be somebody who. 
can't admit when I'm wrong. I picked the Ducks to win by 13. They couldn't even win by one. So shout out, to, shout out the entire Washington Huskies team, who's actually that Michigan State loss to Washington is just looking not as bad day by day. It just looks weirder because they're in the Pac-12 and Washington has had weird losses in the Pac-12. Yeah, I believe but, to Arizona State. Arizona uh, State, they lost, brutal they lost loss. by seven right there, Arizona State. Yeah, and then, so, I mean, it's okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it is I, what it is. I, I was, wrong, to, I was Liam. wrong. Liam, you can go. Um, my powerhouse f- unit of the week is Auburn's social media team. Um, it's the second bye week for most SEC teams this week. Uh, ah. They play, uh, pl- most teams are playing non-Power 5 teams. Auburn's playing Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers. Their social media team made a graphic and I don't really know what the goal was, but what it turns out looking like is the Hilltopper staring over a mountain at Auburn Stadium that is on fire, I believe. And it just makes it, it makes Western Kentucky look I think so much it's just supposed Auburn. to be like the orange. I don't think it's actually supposed to be on fire, but it does look yeah, like they're on fire. It looks like it's burning. There's gotta fireworks. Um, Man, once we have yeah, our cameras, Auburn, we can show graphics. The official Auburn football account uh, posted it. But so shout out to Western Kentucky. Um, Auburn football is doing their work for him. If I was the social media team for for Western Kentucky, I would just uh, if they win that game, this tweet and post yeah, this as say, their update. If they win that their, game, make it their That's screen the save. final score. Yeah, that's Western Kentucky. That's new, the final score. Graph. That's their new header on Twitter. And they, I don't think it's totally out of the question. Auburn's not that great. Yeah, but Western Kentucky doesn't have Bailey Zappy anymore. Zappy hour, but or, their new quarterback, their new quarterback is slaying in that thing. Yeah, they just don't have the talent on the outside that they had last year. But they have a hilltopper. But they do have. The most interesting mascot, the best mascot. It's kind Ooh, of scary. Top Ooh, five. Not false. <laughs> um, all right, Cam, go ahead. You know, my powerhouse frame slash unit of the week. It's not really just a frame nor a unit. It's really just a whole team. Big up K State Wildcats. You know, Adrian Martinez. Yes, exactly. Because they completely walloped Baylor, and I am second, sorry to say this. Is that the second time in a row they've done that, or was that? Three weeks ago, when they they hammered somebody, somebody else, Baylor is they beat just the crap out of Oklahoma State. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So K State, good for you guys beating up on a very bewildered Baylor team that can't really seem to find themselves from a hole in the ground right now. Um, especially in top at McLean 10 Baylor Stadium, team, by the way. This is also like at McLean Stadium, so like that's tough. I I saw that game and the stands were kind of empty. I probably would have seen my brother there, but he probably left along with the rest of them, just like how Michigan State's student section during Minnesota kind of left. So mass exodus occurred at McLean Stadium. So yeah, big up K-State. Baylor, get your stuff together. All right, well, we're going to move on to the Indiana preview, but first I do want to mention Burt Emanuel Jr. just ran for a 60-yard touchdown for Central Michigan. In the snow. (laughs) Yeah, he's the quarterback of the year. He is the MAC quarterback of the year, and he better hit the Heisman. In Maction. All right. Anyways. That's Maction. That's Maction for you. All right. We're going to jump into Preview Indiana. We're going to do a different format than what I've done. From what I heard, this was Sloak did a week ago. I'm going to ask you guys a couple of questions in the stat department going by the numbers, and then we'll get your final thoughts on it. Michigan State needs one win to go bowling. This is the game they should have. I mean, 10.5 point favorites in East Lansing. This is a game that they should win, but will they win? We'll see. But stat line questions for you guys. Does Peyton Thorne complete more than 65% of his passes, buy or sell? Sell. That's, um, I just, 
completed 54% last week. Um, I, I, what was he at in Illinois? Do you remember? Was it around 65? Uh, I believe it was. I think he threw 66. Okay. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go sell, and I still think they can win the game if he's not doing that. Um, but um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's sell. why you're Mister Irrelevant. Yeah, I'm gonna need to to re recalibrate over here. Someone else can answer. <laughs> um, I this is this is one. I mean, I picked it, um, but it's 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 always a tough one for me. Um, I don't always love that when it's my turn. So this year, wow. he was 65.5 against Illinois. They called it 66. Uh, he has not hit it four times this year. He Rutgers was his lowest. Michigan, he threw 57. Uh, Ohio State, 61. Maryland, 61. And, oh, geez, I lied. Western Michigan, 50. Akron, 64. I'm going to buy. I think this is a game that he <laughs> can. just read all that, got surprised, and then bought right in. <laughs> I'm a I'm a simple man. I should say he's only gone over four times. You can hear him Four counting. times. Yeah, you can hear me counting. I, I think he breaks it. I think he breaks it. I think he throws for over 250 again. Um, I think this is a game that Michigan State should win by a couple scores, and I think he has a lot of success throwing the ball out of play action because I think there'll be success running the ball, but I don't want to get too ahead of myself. Cam? Buy or sell? It's a tough one. That's a good line. It really is. Whoever it's made a, that line really, did a good job. I mean, it's a... I wonder you who, know what? I wonder who possibly could have done Give that. Give me a buy. Let's go, let's go for it. You know why? Because I feel like Peyton Thorne has watched enough film on overthrowing guys for a majority of the season for a long part of the season, especially Illinois, um, first play of the game. Just don't throw off your back foot. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say he completes about 67, 68. You know, the tight end screen might help him a little bit. Um, and then just from a fan's perspective, don't take the sack, but just throw it away if you're from an actual, like, logistics perspective. So harm harm the completion percentage, but get it back with the tight end screens. Yeah, so I'm going to sell it to you at whatever price you're willing to buy it. Uh, it's going to be 26 degrees. There's going to be six inches of snow between Thursday morning and Saturday morning. This is a new elevation. <laughs> yeah, Cam doesn't check the weather because he's from Texas, wait, so it's wait, always wait, 95 wait. degrees. Six well, inches? Well, six <laughs> inches if, up to six whoa, or up to seven seven inches of snow. No, we we said on selling. green and white, no takesies backsies. Yep, I'm, not take, I'm not takesies backsies, but, but I'm kind of sad for my, for my car and my... <laughs> My, Cam's my, Texas life, uh, but I would I, I would like to, I would like to remind you of what was able to be done. Penn um, State last year. That's it. Yeah, um, it wasn't twenty six degrees. It wasn't a noon game, and there was actually energy in that building because they were nine and two. And Peyton Thorne played better most of last year, anyway. Yeah, he also had Kenneth Walker. Not wrong. <laughs> Why right. are we whispering? ASMR. All right, next one. ASMR. <laughs> next one. We won't start with Liam. We'll see if he's recalibrated yet. I'm good, I'm good. I'm okay, good. then we will go to Liam to continue to go around the circle. Does the team break 150 yards on the ground? I buy that. I buy that because Berger's been playing well. Broussard's, um shown flashes of a, um, a guy who can make some big plays on the ground. Eli Collins has been consistent all year. And the weather, I think they're going to run the ball a lot. Um, and I think that they will um, attempt to hold the ball most of this game and uh, just kind of keep Indiana's, I don't want to say high power, but Pass first offense off the field. 
I agree. I, I, I'm buying on this. Um, you'll probably hear buying will be a common theme with me in this segment. Um, but I think they'll rush well over 150. I think they'll be closer to 200. Last week they were at 199, I believe. 197. 197. Oh, because the, the two kneels um, at the end of the game. But one 197, I think they'll be closer to that range. So I'm going to buy and smash the over. All right. Whatever you bet. Whatever JP Morgan and Bank of America and all of them are willing to give me on a loan because I'm buying as much of that stock as possible. No free ads. No free ads. Plus I my credit score is terrible. Um <laughs> <laughs> The team does break 150 yards. Second or tied second most this past week against Rutgers with 197. They haven't been able to run the ball efficiently for most of October. Now starting to do so in November. Perfect time to do it against an inferior defensive line in Indiana. Plus, Jay Johnson is really coaching to kind of like keep something going forward, some momentum going into the offseason because this has been an an offense that has kind of come under scrutiny a little bit in the past few weeks. Um, yes, this the, is true. The delayed, the delayed counter, the delayed draw, um, what, what and you, just regular play calling. What do you have? What do you are saying is accurate? So yes, that is that is my opinion in the fact that run the ball. You have three guys Matt, in the Matt backfield Merrifield. that can do it. Matt, Matt Merrifield loves a good running game. So, yeah. All right. Bye. I kind of want to fade you guys, but I'm not going to. Don't um, you dare. I'm going to I'm gonna buy. Shout out Brandon Baldwin has been really good mm-hmm. since sliding in for yes. Jarrett Horst. That offensive line looks good right now. We'll see what they continue uh, to do. Also, we talked about it this weekend. Ethan Boyd slid in for a play for yeah, Spencer Brown. Yeah, he was at the end. And they, the first play, they ran right behind him. It was a pickup of eight. Yeah, and then it went back I, for a 10-yard yeah, penalty. I, I don't think that's a something that you can rely on, but it's good to see when guys get plugged in that yeah. they can make an impact. It's not a coincidence. Yeah, and they've got a lot of... They've got a lot of big physical offensive linemen. Geno Vandermark looked good down at Illinois, um, and he's looked good in his limited appearances. He didn't play against Rutgers. But lastly, over under 0.5 turnovers forced by the defense. I'll start with this one. I'm buying that. I think that's a— Buying that's over a, or under? I'm buying the over. Okay. Um, You're right. But yeah, I know. I, I phrased that one weird. Yeah, I'm buying the over, Um, and we'll go there. I'm, I don't even—I think it's going to happen. I agree. Uh, anything else to add? I think that um, I think there'll be an interception in this game for uh, Michigan State. Will will maybe um, Xavier Henderson on Senior Day? Do you, yeah. do you have an estimate of who will pick it off? No, that no. wasn't the question. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to know if you had any Mm-mm. any idea. Nope. Because um, I do. I'm okay. going to go over Aaron Brule, who's been a ball hawk the last two weeks. I think. You know, he has a fumble. He has the fumble rec- or forced fumble. He has a fumble recovery. I think he he seals it with an interception this week. So I'm buying this, the over. This is a free bet. <laughs> Buy the over. Somebody's going to throw an interception. Notice how somebody said or forced by the defense. Are we talking Michigan State? Or? Yeah, no. I, Michigan, uh, I was about I, to say like you could have had the quintessential. Yeah, Thorne's going to throw a pick. He's due. Now, He's due if, for if, one. If the line was one and a half, would you guys change? Would you all still buy? No, because Kendall Brooks sacrifices I his body not. for everything. Yeah, I and would, I mean everything. I, say, I think they get one. Think, yeah, that's what we discussed last week. But I think they might get two. A they didn't get one last week. I'm feeling get... frisky. Yeah, 
They had a forced fumble, did not recover it. All right, guys, let's move into the pick'em here. Um, keep this thing moving along. Say say what's Liam on the sheet. Liam is nine yes. and one. It's not on the sheet anymore. I deleted it. <laughs> Liam is nine and one over the last two weeks. I thought Liam wrote it, so I made a comment back, and then Sloak put Sloak wrote this, and I was like, oh. But um, I am. Nine anyways, nine. Liam is nine and one. He's really pulled ahead. Um, I'm gonna petition for rivalry week since there's a lot of good games for us to do ten games. Woo. Liam is probably going to protest that decision. Um, I mean, I'm fine. I'm gonna. I've been better than you guys all year, and this is a big I enough bet. sample size. So we're doing size. ten wow. next week. This is a big enough sample size. We're doing ten next week to keep it in. So I need to have an absolute. Liam is week. well ahead. He's twenty-eight, twenty-one, we're and 50, one. We're exactly fifty just games look, in. Too. I mean, you guys can be excited, but I'm just gonna look worse at the end of the year if you do. I already more games. Bad. We'll find matter. out. The last time that we went, we did ten games. I went eight and two, and you went four and six. And I'm still. Correct. That's the only Five reason why I'm not up. down by a bajillion. Is six. Hey, so, hey, hey. We'll take it. People Cam is in last, by the way. He's at 20, 29, and 1. Um, Sloak's moved into second. 23, who's 26, and who's 1. Who's Mr. Irrelevant now? Uh, still you. <laughs> <laughs> you still got picked last. But also, Fair. either way, if it was changing for this, it's still not me. That would be Cam. Sorry, Cam. Uh, you're... You're in last, my guy. It's okay. The death I've been, stare I've been I just irrelevant. saw. I've been irrelevant since somebody put me on this beat. So, oh, oh, that's, Cam. That's sad. No. We don't that, think. Yeah, that. we don't, irrelevant. We don't think you're irrelevant. Yeah. Only Liam is Mister Irrelevant. Okay. No, just, just, <laughs> just wait until a few weeks from now if if things go to plan for Michigan State football, and then I will definitely be Mister Irrelevant. All righty. <laughs> All right, moving on. Behind the scenes, guys. Behind the scenes. Moving on. All right. Pick them. Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. Bedlam, OU minus seven at home. Uh, Cam pokes, looks like he has baby. a statement. Yeah, pokes. Interesting. This is amazing. How is Oklahoma seven point favorites at home? They're facing a ranked Oklahoma State team that is really just fighting for some sense of dignity. Yeah, Jeff Van getting, Gundy's got those hammered. kids playing not well, but they need to play well. <laughs> Wait, who? Yeah. Isn't it Jeff Van Gundy still the coach? <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Jeff Van Gundy was a basketball coach. He's a basketball analyst. Wow, he used to be a coach. Yeah. God, I'm dumb. Okay. Long story short, it's still poke season. Bedlam is not rocking red this year. And I am Oklahoma terribly State sorry. Is Mike, Mike Gundy. Yeah, That's who it is. It's Mike Gundy. It was I was close. close but but so far at the same time. This yeah. is I, I swear to God, Mom, I know you're listening to this. She just said in the back of her mind, if not out loud, oh honey, you tried. <laughs> Either way, I love it. Give the, me Oklahoma State. The awareness. All right. Uh, sorry, Sloak just changed something that caught my eye, and we're gonna we're gonna see that in a minute. But um Sloak. I'm going. I'm going Oklahoma. I I will not pick Oklahoma State after I saw what K State did to them. Um, I can't. I that that game was supposed to be close. They lost by a bazillion. Um, I I'll take Oklahoma at home. That's that's a tough place to play. Liam, I'll take Oklahoma State. I mean, they have been. They're kind of on the mat right now, but I do oh, not like picking against Liam. That's a terrible. We've also idea. seen Oklahoma get. Yes, pounded by fifty this year too. So I mean, it's not like the, it's not like either of these two teams are are world beaters this year in Oklahoma State. I think um, I don't know why I think they're going to win. I just think they're going to win. While or I recover. while I agree that they can bounce back, I think Oklahoma wins this game. Um, I think it's going to be a push. But I think I mean it could be that, but I think Oklahoma wins. Oklahoma's playing well right now. It's at home. Give me the Sooners. All right, moving on to another rivalry game. 
The battle for LA, UCLA sold out their 90,000 seat stadium with 70,000 fans. <laughs> uh, they put that out there. So another shout out social media team. USC minus two at UCLA in the Rose Bowl. And I will let Liam start. Liam does not like going first. Everyone, I ha- I, everyone here got to see the look on his face, and it was not pleasant. I'm going to take SC, but I'm not going to be thrilled about it. Um, I just don't – I th- I like I love their skill position players. I think they're elite. I don't love um, – I don't love them in the trenches, and their defense scares me a little bit. But I do think they're a more talented team, so I'm going to take SC. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with my boy Lima Bean on this one. Uh, I I don't think it's gonna be all that close. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna ride USC. I also am going USC. Damn. Yeah, DTR does not play up to the USC hype, so we're going. Wow, everybody going with the Trojans. All right, clean sweep for USC. Congratulations to UCLA on your victory on Saturday night. All right, Utah at Oregon. The Ducks are minus three. Sloak doesn't even have Oregon on here as an option. He has U of U for Utah or Knicks. And Sloak has already put his name down. Go ahead, Sloak. It's a bounce back week. You got to fight adversity. Utah's a good football team, but they're gonna they're not gonna they're not gonna travel to Eugene, and Oregon's not gonna lose twice at home um, in back to back weeks. So give me the Ducks. True coach speak, right? I there. I was gonna say that sounded like a coach pep talk in the locker room. <laughs> it really That's all was. you need to hear. All right, Cam. I can't bet against my boy Cam. Never. I don't care if it's on the road. Give me Utah. Give me the Utes. There's got to be something that good that comes out of Utah. If if Oregon would have won last week, this line would be 10, and I would still pick Bone. I don't care. Give me Cam rising. You know why? Because Cam is indeed rising. I still haven't decided where I want to go about this. Liam, if you have, go ahead. If not, I'll he's gonna fade Liam, me. Liam's No, he's going to fade me because he hates me talking about Bone. Well, I think Utah is like... I think that they're underrated. Like I think that they're a solid team. I you know didn't say that when they were getting boat raced by Florida week two. Well, I thought Anthony that was week one. I, yeah. I also thought Anthony Richardson. They was, also won that game by seven. Yeah. I also thought I also came on this podcast that Anthony Richardson might be like a like a top five pick in the NFL draft. So I was I had no idea what was going on at that point. I mean, there are NFL draft analysts that have Will Levis ahead of. Uh, he puts mayo in his coffee. Bryce Young. Bryce Young. What? So. Yeah, I mean that's ridiculous. Uh, but anyway, with all that coffee. being said, I'm taking. Really? Yeah, that's, that's yeah, wild. Will Levis does. <laughs> that is. Oh, you're talking about Will Levis. I thought you were talking about uh, the analyst that will not be named. There's oh, no free ads. He probably does. Too. He probably does too. Um, that is despicable. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take Utah. I don't. I think Oregon's better, but I think I just. I, I like I liked Utah last year. I liked them going. I thought that they were a playoff contender coming into this year, and I still think they're a pretty good team. So I'm gonna take Utah. I like Utah, but I thought they were overrated at the beginning of the year. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Oregon. I I think Oregon bounces back. It's just three. That's all the spread is. It's at home. I think I think the Ducks win that game. All right, moving on. Ew, why is this game on? <laughs> Some I don't know. <laughs> Some Big Twelve action. Yes, we love the Big Twelve. Texas Tech at this Iowa State. No, it's not. Iowa State minus three and a half. I this is a slow pick. I, I cannot tell you why I put this on well, here. I know exactly. why I don't you put even this know who. Here. I I have no. Cl- Normally, I have. This a- is a phone one for me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, Normally, you have a phone you, one. Let me go last because I'm not. I'm not actually thinking right, about it. All right. Sounds good. Uh. I will go first. Actually, no, I won't. I kind of want to go second to last because I kind of just want to go with whatever the phone says, but I'm not flipping my phone because 
it'll break. <laughs> so I'm going to go after. I'm just riding with the phone because I have no idea. Slow it. Go ahead. Cam, well, Cam's from Texas. Cam, you got yeah, any? Yeah, can I do it? You, you got well, any yeah, Cam, idea? Go ahead. So I think this is the pick that um, Slowick said as we were walking down here. He said, I didn't want to have to make you pick between TCU and Baylor. Yeah. In that which was case, the I told game. him, I don't care if it's Baylor or not. I'm still picking TCU. We should just do TCU Baylor. No, we have Baylor. Baylor just is, lost no, by 30. No takes. Yeah, but this is an amazing game because you know why? I'm going to pick the Tad. Just kidding. Iowa State. Give me Iowa State by not all so the points. Not so fast. No, all the points. Lee McLaren. Yeah, all uh, the points. I, I don't I, care. I uh, half my Cam friends Corso sounds better. Half my friends go to yeah, Texas Tech, and I'm still not gonna pick them. I'm sorry, Dylan. I'm sorry, one of my brother's friends who shall not be named, and a few other, actually, and Matthew Devlin, love that kid. Miss him. Um, yeah, give me Iowa State. Texas Tech, not good. There's also some things that come out of Lubbock that are not too cool. So, so are you two actually going with Liam's phone flip? Yes, I am 100% All right, going with Liam's phone flip. Flip the phone. I'm, flip fading, the phone. I'm fading the phone. Your phone's not going 3-0. <laughs> He's going to fade the phone. Wait, which is which, though? Uh, all right. Um, Black and red on the back. Tech. Texas screen. Tech. Oh, screen Iowa State. See... Let Liam Fine. pick it. Fine. Let Liam. F- I was gonna go screen tech because okay. screen was first, tech was first. So go screen, so screen tech. tech. Was it a full flip? It's Iowa State. Iowa State. I'm riding by myself with the. Texas You're rocking Tech. the Red Raiders. I don't know. I should. I should be better at my job, but I just don't know enough about either of these teams <laughs> to like make a, a solid point why I should pick them. So that's why I flip my phone. I lose every time I go against the phone, so I went with the phone. All right, here we go. You want to talk? Indiana at Michigan State? Yeah, Indiana <laughs> at Michigan State. All right, so Dedek now needs a chance to re-download. He needs to update software Slow processing. Slow looking at the doc then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, that, that would be a Cam McLaren type that we will not say. No, but that's why. My apologies. He said something about Texas Second Slowick. But Cam's ruining this podcast is what's happening. <laughs> when am I not? <laughs> Indiana at Michigan State, MSU minus 10. I'll go first. Give me Michigan State. I know Liam's going to pick a backdoor cover, and I know it's going to happen, but still give me Michigan State. I love how much how much I'm inside all of your heads. He's just predictable. Week. No, and I know Liam's the Liam strategy. It's the same strategy for everything. He's Fade. Gonna, he's going to pick the one he doesn't want against Michigan. So he'll pick Iowa, and then if they, Iowa or Indiana, Indiana, and then if if Michigan State covers, then he's happy. But if they don't, then he's still happy because he got the pick. Care. Right? No, <laughs> I'm going Michigan State. I've rode with them all year when they were bad, when they were good. I haven't picked against them even when they played Ohio State, and I definitely should have. But they covered that one, so I'm gonna ride no, they with didn't. the Spartans. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. Yeah, it was but... 28, and they lost by 29. Oh, I thought they did not cover in that game. That Man. was also I unfortunate. I thought they lost by 27. No, they lost 49 to 20. Well. Um, Almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Uh, Yeah, you know what? But a cover counts for me. I'm going Michigan State as well. All right. Liam? Uh, Indiana. I mean, it's just too easy. (laughs) I mean, I've done it all year. Uh, What's the record again? Uh, I'm 28 and 22. 21. Uh, Oh, okay, thanks. Why would you correct him on that? (laughs) 28 and 21. I'm all about the facts. You know what? So, yeah, Indiana, they haven't played a team with with a pass-heavy offense and over a month, Indiana is going to throw the ball. They may not be good, but they are going to throw the ball, going to test those those corners. Um, so we'll see if Xavier Henderson, uh, how much of a difference he, he makes in the 
um, against uh, an air raid offense, Indiana will cover. Cam? Since I heard this was, has been done on the Green and White podcast, I'm going for a push. Okay. You're playing for a push. Okay. I am playing for a push. You do realize that means that if it's not exactly a 10-point game, you get a loss, right? Yes. I don't care. I am okay. so far. That's fair enough. I'm so we far last so right so, now. So we would all get losses, and he would get a win if they push. Yes. Yes. Okay. Otherwise, so we normally like, we would get fine. ties, but if they because he picked push. Yeah, that's fine. This we'll is a, this is a textbook it. Liam backdoor cover, but they do it with enough time to kick an extra point. I mean, I respect it, but you also could gain a game on me the same if you just took MSU because I'm the I only one that took care. Indiana. But I've I made it. so many poor decisions this semester, no, I and love it. all my picks in the pick'em being one of them, okay? I, I, love, I love the push call. All right, well, we'll see if they push it. But you know what? You should push the button to listen to us live on <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> Free ads. <laughs> Free ads! <laughs> the Spartan Red Zone podcast always plugging our broadcast Saturday at noon. Well, probably twelve. It's on Big Ten Network again, I believe, right? Yes. Big Ten Network. So twelve oh one should be kickoff. Would be my guess, which means we'll go live at eleven thirty one with the Spartan Red Zone pregame show. I'll be on the play by play. Mister Slowick will be on the color. You can check out these guys' stories online at impacta9fm.org or on our Twitter page at WDBM Sports. And keep an eye on everything for all of us there. You can catch the Green and White Report as well on Sunday. Check out the newly revamped Instagram yes. as well. At, at WDBM Sports. Sports. Wow, that was, wow. That was immaculate. Beautiful. Right. Everybody, go have some fun. And go watch replays of Maction. Because you can't go watch Maction when you're listening to this. But we're going to go watch some Maction. So, have fun everybody. And enjoy it. This has been the Spartan Red Zone Podcast right here on WDBM East Lansing.